Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Bama Beat Podcast Roundtable Edition, still brought to you by Wickles Pickles. I'm Brett Hudson, joined by the entirety of the Bama Beat Podcast clan in roundtable form. We have Cecil Hurt, Hunter Johnson, and Clint Lamb on this episode of the Bama Beat Roundtable, as we normally do. And those of you that have listened to the previous Bama Beat Roundtables know this is when we get all four of us together, when normally we're segmented in different groups for different sports. We get all four of us together, and most of the time we like to do sort of Alabama tangential questions on or topics on, on these podcasts to just mix it up a little bit. I mean, Clint and I have been doing position breakdowns for months now. While we, we will take listener questions, that's what we spent a good bit of the last roundtable doing, and this is a, obviously a good way to do it by sending a five-star rating and review on iTunes screenshotting that and sending it to me however you uh however you please this is a good way for you to get on the bama beat roundtable but when we're not doing listener questions we like to kind of venture off the beaten path a little bit and do some do some different things and we'll start with this one i want to congratulate all three of you you are now the athletic director at the university of alabama congratulations huge promotion for all three of you your job long time coming is to, exactly your job is to now add a varsity sport to Alabama's athletic department. Let's pretend that obviously we're pretending that the financial crisis of COVID-19 doesn't exist. We're also pretending that Title IX isn't a factor. So it can be either a men's or women's sport. Does not matter. The only stipulation is this sport has to be Division I by the 2022-2023 school year. So we're, we're getting up to speed in about two years here. What sport do you add and why? So we're we're not only ignoring the the current situation, we're actually taking it and spinning it backwards to where Absolutely. you're actually adding a sport, in, which is not what's going to happen. You know, they're going to so, so instead of gonna, a global, they're, gonna, they're fighting to hang on to the sports they got. To be perfectly right, clear. so so instead of a global pandemic, we're in a global economic boom. That's where that's where we are. What sport would you add and why? Well, I'll let y'all go first. Uh, man, Hunter, what you got? I don't even know. This is uh, such an oddball question that I did not see coming. I'm probably going with men's soccer just because I'm going to sound like a snowflake here, but like <laughs> football, football, as we know it, I don't think is going to be played in 50 years. Like, it'll be a very, very different game. And I think that like all, like, I think that soccer would be a good, like not, I'm not calling it a replacement for that, but kind of a supplement for that. Like, to start, you know, a men's soccer program, I think would do well. It would. And, and, and eventually we're going to, like, when we don't play football anymore, we're going to have to put something in Bryant-Denny Stadium, and it could be that. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be fun. Wow, an empty Bryant-Denny Stadium. I hadn't uh, I hadn't thought about that. The the sport I would choose is lacrosse. Yeah. I, I like that. I like I that. I maintain that Southerners would like lacrosse if they – got into it and now especially there's a little bit of a prep lacrosse team picking up in Birmingham so it's 
it's already in the southeast at some ACC schools like North Carolina, Duke, and uh, I think Florida has a women's lacrosse team. So does Vandy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the real question here would be that exact gender divide is if it's a men's lacrosse team or a women's lacrosse team. The men's lacrosse is more likely to be popular here just because it's a more violent game, thus more kin to football. But I feel like women's lacrosse, you're more likely to compete in terms of like actually being good at the sport. And, and women's lacrosse, since you don't have to compete with the huge bears of football and baseball for talent, right? And I agree with that. I think we would be competitive in that. And that's one of my big things when I was thinking about this is a sport that we would be competitive in. Like I've heard rumors about us starting like an equestrian program. That'd be dumb as hell to me. We're never going to beat <laughs> Auburn in equestrian. Like they got ho- they got all the horses they want. Like they might their horses are, are young always. But like we we would not we would not be competitive in equestrian. So <laughs> well, yeah, it's actually a really good point. As soon as you brought lacrosse, that made the most sense to me because Birmingham Southern actually has men's and women's lacrosse, which is where I went to college. And it was actually a lot of fun to keep up with. That was probably one of my favorite sports to go check out. So putting that on a much bigger level at Alabama, I think, would be fun. Uh, so I would, for that, those reasons, I'd probably go women's lacrosse just because I think Alabama would have a better chance at being good at that than men's lacrosse. But if I could swing getting – men's lacrosse on in the next like five years or so after that, I would, I would definitely do it. Now I will say this, if I were solely motivated to find a sport that Alabama would be good at nothing more, they would have to have a decent shot at recruiting in beach volleyball, right? Surely they would have some decent geographical ties and and connections there. If you got the right uh, coaching staff or whatever. I also thought I, I gave men's gymnastics a little bit of a thought and for selfish reasons, Water polo is an awesome sport, and I would love to see more of it played. But it, that's intramural stuff, though. Yeah, if, I, if, I'm, be. more, if I'm being you more put, realistic, it's probably cross for me. You put an alarming amount of time and thought into this question, and, yeah. and I appreciate that. All right, yeah. here's, so what I would, here's what I would do. For three, and I'll give you my three reasons. I would go – Men's and women might as well. You know, we're we're in fantasy land, so we have unlimited ability to spend. I suppose. Uh, True. And would actually be a popular Division One sport. Um, I would go men's and women's ice hockey for three reasons. Yeah. Um, one, we're gonna have beer sales. <laughs> Two, it would actually, you know, there, there's actually some television possibility in Frozen Four, and and you know, it it could be just like it's popular in Nashville to have the NHL. And three, because they'd have to build about a 175 million dollar ice arena, and I want them to do that for just to see Hunter's expression. When they build that and leave basketball in Coleman, just like it is. <laughs> See, all right. Well, all right, I got a couple of points to that. One, if I'm the athletic director, before I'm adding a sport, the first thing I'm doing is either tearing down or renovating Coleman. Let's be honest. That's the first thing I'm going. But then, that's, you, no, that's, not, that's not what we're doing, though. We're building a brand new ice arena. So when you, brought up, when, you, when you mentioned hockey, it did get my wheels turning a little bit. You could fit. Uh, ice hockey rink at Foster Auditorium. Maybe you might. No, you definitely could because of those those portable bleachers. You pack up portable bleachers on both sides and in the like on the baseline. 
you could totally fit a hockey rink there. So, so you'd really just use those. You'd use those upper seats at Foster. Seats. That'd be a and, badass venue. Yeah. You, so, so I'm just getting clear in my mind. You'd use those upper seats. Might as well throw another hundred million in Foster to have it cooled down and all. All you gotta do is you're using those upper seats, and you're gonna fill. You're gonna fill those upper seats with students and give them beer. It'd be great. Yes. <laughs> and and let me do. Let me say this too about it. Maybe a bigger um, rail. All, all <laughs> kidding aside, the the club sport hockey they do a great job. You know, yes. play up in Pelham and and want to give them a shout out. Uh, that there would be that foundation. The but yeah, maybe. mainly mainly you know beer fights. Pisses Hunter off. I think that's the, the <laughs> three things we we really need in a sport we're going to add. You know, I I could not agree more. I'm in favor of all three of those things. Um, I'm sure I, I probably have a lot of followers who would agree with that as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just just to get just to get the Coleman, you know, the the bulldoze Coleman crew fired up. <laughs> Where's Fluff when you need him? Um, sure. Next, yeah. question, next question. I want you to take a restaurant from a different SEC town and bring it to Tuscaloosa. Now, this, this question can be twofold if you want. You can want to just take a good restaurant to – you can take a good restaurant to address a lack of depth in Tuscaloosa's restaurant scene if you so desire. So if you think – and not to say this is necessarily true, just to throw it out there. If you say Tuscaloosa is lacking a good Chinese food scene, you can take a really good Chinese food place from a different SEC town – and bring it here if you want, or you can just take an excellent restaurant from somewhere and bring it here. Bonus SEC town now, so not SEC. New Orleans, not Atlanta. Correct. Not Bonus Memphis. Point. Yeah, a, a college campus. College town. campus town. Bonus points if you can grab a restaurant from a town Alabama will supposedly visit in the upcoming football season if all remains the same, which for the record are Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee, and LSU. Wait, we're limited to that? Can. That'd be great because, again, maybe people will make these trips eventually and they'll go to one of these restaurants thanks to a recommendation from the Bama B Roundtable. Look, I'm going Loveless Cafe in Nashville. That's by far my favorite restaurant, and that technically plays because of Vanderbilt, so I'm going to go ahead and jump on that. It's true. Yeah, that's uh, that is well, that's, a, that, that's an SEC town, technically. One, one thing about Loveless, I, that, that may technically be Nashville. But it's a long way from downtown Nashville. <laughs> really? Hey, it's, if I have it, I'm, I'm using any kind of loophole that I possibly can because Loveless is by far my favorite restaurant, and I'd love to have it closer. I've got – I have a couple. And neither none of these are really addressing a – like something that Tuscaloosa doesn't have. It's just like three of my favorite places to eat. Um, and one of them is actually a kind of a chain in Texas. The chain in Texas, which has a location in uh, College Station, would be Torchy's Tacos. That's mine. That's mine. Uh, Absolutely. Torchy's Tacos are awesome. Now, I, I think Tuscaloosa has good taco places. Me and Antihitos is great taco place. Yes. Uh, but, I think, but I would love to have a place like Torchy's. Um, the two other ones that are just like places that I love, that I think that I would love to have in Tuscaloosa would be Acre in Auburn. Um, I don't know if any, I don't know if y'all been there. It's outstanding. It's kind of like fine dining. It's a nice yeah. place. Um, and then New York Pizza in Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, has the best ranch dressing I've ever had. No, U- sure. U.S. Pizza. U.S. Pizza, not New York Pizza. U.S. Pizza. New York Pizza's in Homewood. U.S. Pizza, Ooh. 
in Fayetteville. They also have a location in Little Rock. Um, great pizza, really good marinara sauce, and their but their ranch is just. I'm not normally like dip my pizza in ranch guy, but there I'm 100% that guy. Interesting. Okay, yeah, so that's available. Check it out. That's good to know because uh, yeah, eventually it's, it's it's right on the strip in Fayetteville, and it's it's very it's popular. Great stuff. Yeah, it's right on Dixon. Right Perfect. there where Baker Mayfield got, I think they probably tackled him coming out of nice. U.S. Pizza when he got busted that is there. there a, that's historical landmark there now? Uh, I guess. I, I see. Guess, uh, but, I'm, I'm well, look, they, they got a mark somewhere that Baker was tackled because he wasn't tackled on a Big 12 yeah. field. In his if you hadn't been to Fayetteville, you hadn't been on Dixon Street. It's a great, without a, I'm not going to bang on any Tuscaloosa businesses, but with they don't have a grocery store and a pharmacy. I mean, it's a strip. You know, it's a real legitimate college strip. Um, Dixon and, is what the strip used to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What some people wish it still was, I'll put it yeah. that way. Yes. So Torchies was high on my list, but if I'm going to keep it just to places Alabama will in theory visit in the upcoming football season, which again are Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee, and LSU. The best chicken wings I've had in my life are at Southern Coop in Oxford. Oh, I've not been there. Yeah, I am I am going there if if the football season goes as scheduled and Alabama makes a trip to Oxford, Southern Coop, that's where I'm going. And anybody who wants to join me can. Best chicken so, wings I've had. In my so life. often my so often my Oxford trips are just day trips and I don't right. end up spending enough time there to really venture out and eat like Last year, when I went there for basketball a couple of years ago, went and had a drink at City Grocery, um, and that was pretty much the the gist of my trip. Well, if you're going for basketball, you can have the Canes in the arena. So yeah, and what else do they have? They have okay, steak and shake. Steak and shake. That's it. Yeah, steak and shake and Canes in the uh, in the arena. That's something we should get Greg Byrne on. We should. So there's already a Canes location in Patey now. When they eventually build the ice arena on campus, but leave Coleman as it is, they should have a Canes in the ice arena where the frozen tide play. Uh, anyway, that's this, that's has, this, has, this has nothing to do with sports, but it frustrates me. That the, I love Canes. When I lived in Texas, we had I ate Canes all the time. It's yeah. frustrating that the only Canes location that we have in Tuscaloosa is like inside of a residence hall. <laughs> like it's impossible to get to. Like I would love to go get Canes sometime, yeah. but I can't because it's in the middle of the residence hall. I'm not and that's the, that. That's the thing. Yeah. Like if it were. If it were in Tutwiler or in some of those honors dorms, like down by Manderson Landing, those are much easier to access as a non-student than Patey. It's the middle the, of the damn campus. It's impossible to get there as an average person. Like, you have no mm-hmm. choice but to park on the edge of campus and ride the Crimson Ride into campus like you're some 19-year-old trying to go to a biology class, you know? It's impossible to get to campus. Meridian- Meridian has canes, which I just regard as taunting. I mean, they're just taunting <laughs> Tuscaloosa. I think Meridian Meridian had a Best Buy, I think, when all we have is Circuit City still. So they've been taunting <laughs> us for a while. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, that's just, that's just a taunt, right? That's just getting up, you know, staying across the state line and doing an end zone dance is all that is. So, um, so um, everybody's done theirs. I'll take Baton Rouge, which is um, – a, a place that Alabama plays this year, and yes. B, as, as a lot of people know about me, I spend a lot of time uh, 
doing Louisiana food anyway in different different trips. Obviously, we're not talking about New Orleans now, which is a different thing entirely. Yeah. Um, my friends at Phil's Oyster Bar in Baton Rouge, the Piazza family, highly recommend Phil's. Yes. Perrine's seafood is very good. If you're a big baseball fan, Brett would love Sammy's. Uh, you've been to Sammy's, haven't you, Hunter? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, so Sammy's and, is where you and I went before that LSU that's right. basketball game a few years ago. And this is this is Baton Rouge Sammy's. Now, this is not... This yeah, is not, not strip club Sammy's. Right, strip club Sammy's. <laughs> Nothing against <laughs> gentlemen's establishment day. Sammy's. Nothing against local... Business local in Birmingham, business. but but I'm not I'm not I'm not going to to Birmingham Sammy's or or the beach, you know, Gulf Coast Sammy's for crawfish. Not God. not not going to do that. But the Sammy's in Baton Rouge, and then you know, almost almost if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to stretch out to Loveless for Nashville. You know, you're talking about New Iberia. You're talking about Bro Bridge. Um, mm-hmm. Unbelievable food. Um, bon Creole in New Iberia, ground zero for for Cajun food, probably on Earth. Um, Crochet Market in Bro Bridge. Uh, hit me up on Twitter if you're making a trip down there, um, and I'll either give you a recommendation or can, can set you up with some of the Louisiana writers who can really, um, help you out. But, um, you know, the one thing I'll say, I don't know how well any of those would translate back to the original question into moving them to Tuscaloosa. You know, part of it is you got to be, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to eat on the bio, you got to be in the bio, you know, you got to be down there. But, um, those are just a few recommendations. And again, New Orleans is, is yet another different world, but in Baton Rouge, uh, Phil's, Brains, Sammy's, all excellent places to go. So, so very quickly. And, and I guess if you've never been to a walk-ons, you probably need to go. I'm That's one I'm surprised Tuscaloosa hadn't gotten to be. I honest. bet we'll have one within the next five years. I think within, so. Too. Within having one in Hoover, I bet we get one. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, so quickly, nobody mentioned anything from Knoxville, which is a place Alabama goes to in the 2020 season. Uh, anybody got a Knoxville restaurant in mind? Uh, Yield Steakhouse is one that that we used to go to pretty pretty regularly. If you like a steak, I don't know Knoxville that well. I don't. For as much as I've been up there, I really don't have like a go to spot. A lot of people, a lot of people go down to Calhoun's. You know, that's their okay. version of. <laughs> I'm going to say this get complete tr- trouble on this podcast, but that's hillbilly dreamland is kind of what you're, <laughs> okay. what you're getting with Calhoun's down oh, there. Very well, popular, right. very popular spot for John Gruden sightings every time there's <laughs> a coaching change. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, there are others in Knoxville. There, there are some other. Good places. Uh, I would recommend calling Jeremy Pruitt, unless you like asparagus. You know, he can't help you. But right. But other than that, uh, yeah, Knoxville's great. I like Knoxville. Anytime I go to Knoxville, I love Knoxville. I always have a great time in Knoxville. But when I go up there, like, 
there's never like any like food destination. Like me and Cecil went up there for a basketball game a couple of years ago, and I don't, I think we ate in Chattanooga both times. Yeah, we ate in Chattanooga. Chattanooga's got you know Chattanooga's got some pretty good places. Chatt- downtown yeah. Chattanooga's nice. Okay. Me, and Cecil, me, me and Cecil were in Chattanooga, and we're gonna go. We wanted a good meal. It'd been a long day. We we're gonna go to Jay Alexander's, and the line was like it was like a two hour wait. And so, you know, the natural progression was we went from going to Jay Alexander's to we went to Crystal. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which at least. Of, which, which at least that's that's somewhere in Chattanooga, I guess, is the original Crystal, if you could go find it. Right. So well, y'all we still just, had a gourmet meal at Crystal. We did. Each yeah. got a sack full and right. just drove the rest of the way home. Exactly. So while we're on the subject of food, Hunter, have you done anything interesting with Wickles recently? Yes, I have. I've, I've talked about this on the basketball pod. Okay. So, I, I'm, I like omelets. I make like if I wake up a little bit earlier than I need to. Sometimes like, if I just happen to wake up, I'll go ahead and just do you know cook breakfast, make an omelet. So normally my omelet is um, just two eggs, um, three if I'm really feeling frisky, bacon, jalapeno, and cheese. Well, I recently picked up the Wickles jalapeno spread mm. and like their relish spread for, with jalapenos. And I was like, all right, instead of jalapenos, I'm going to put this in there this time. It, it was awesome. It almost has like a little bit of a sweet flavor too, but it's got some heat also. Not it's true. almost like a, almost made it taste like a little bit of a, like a hint of jelly, like a, a spicy jelly. It was outstanding and I will do it again. I almost did it this morning, but I had leftover pizza from last night and so I ate that for breakfast instead. Interesting. Well, there's your, uh, there's your culinary corner on the. And, and just in, in all other 13 SEC towns, just contact mm-hmm. Me or Hunter, if you need to know where there's an Arby's. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know where the Arby's are. They have the meat. <laughs> the culinary. Our friends. Right. Our friends at Arby's. It's a. It's a long running, post game, <laughs> on the road, uh, tradition. So uh, for, for or or at least a a conversational tradition. You know, I was I was really surprised when Alabama lost any basketball game in the last like two weeks of the year because that Arby's on 69 was going under like a serious renovation of some kind. So I figured, well, Arby's is down for the count, so they can't lose. Like it's, it's impossible. We need to renovate that Arby's on like it's on campus. If yeah. Alabama was ever going to have a shot at success, shut okay. it down. And you know, the, the, <laughs> the greatest the greatest location the one that you're guaranteed 99% guaranteed that you'll need and it's right there you know there's an Arby's in Rupp Arena oh yeah yeah we, <laughs> we saw it it's perfect <laughs> literally in the in the arena like well you walk right by it. the con the con the ho- you know Rupp is a connected to a hotel and a little complex and there's an Arby's right there <laughs> you don't even you don't even have to go to your you can pick up and then go to your car. That's well, how see, here's the thing. Access. Here's the thing that y'all don't know because you're only there for Alabama games. It's actually a Culver's. They just renovated into an Arby's just for the Alabama game. Turn <laughs> 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 it back into a Culver's once Alabama leaves town. No, uh, everybody else that's going to Lexington's going to get the same. They're going to get the same treatment at Rupp Arena. I, I would. Uh, yeah, just about and, guarantee. Everybody gets a beef and cheddar at, uh, <laughs> at Wiggles Pickles, of course, a family recipe that is 90 years in the making. Go to WigglesPickles.com to learn more about their products and listen 
200 on the Bama Beat podcast to learn how to best use those products. Wickles, pickles, let's get wicked. So we were discussing football road trips in that most recent question. So I will go, I will stay on the football track and ask y'all, where do you stand on the SEC scheduling format in football? Do you like this one? Do you want an eight game schedule with no divisions? Do you want a nine game schedule with divisions or a nine game schedule with no division? Where do y'all stand on the SEC's current football scheduling model? In a perfect world, I like nine with no divisions. Absolutely. I, I'm a, that's, a, I'm, that's, that's the Nick Saban um, model that he's advocated for years and um, that I think will eventually happen. Um, I like nine with no with no divisions. Now, would you play the play devil's advocate? With you're still going to have a championship game because it makes too much money. Well, right, but just to just to hear Cecil's response to this. What's your response to not having the Iron Bowl every year, not having the cocktail party every year, not having other oh, legendary? I don't, I, I don't think you have to do away with that. I think I think you even if you're non even if you're non divisional, you can still have three traditionals. Nine, yeah, yeah have like pods. Yeah. The pods. Yeah. That, the yeah. Pods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have have four. You know, let, let's say have four traditionals and your other five games you rotate um, out of the other nine teams. That for one thing, that way everybody gets to every player gets to play everybody. Yeah. You know the great the great, and this goes back to a different scheduling format and a different time. Um, but how does Herschel Walker never play against Alabama right? with Bear Bryant yeah. as coach? You know, yeah. how, how did that happen for three years? Yeah. Um, so. Hunter, Clint? I, I like that idea. I, um, I do think that Alabama and Tennessee should, should continue to play every year. And that, that's not just a, oh, they suck, so we should get to play it. <laughs> I do enjoy how much it pisses off LSU fans. That does have something to do with it. Um but, yeah, I like the idea of a nine. I think we should play nine and have pods, either three or four permanent opponents. For Alabama, it obviously be Auburn, Tennessee, LSU. And then you could probably throw in probably Mississippi State, I guess. But, yeah, have three or four permanents. Um, and, yeah, nine games. Tennessee's back, by the way, Hunter. I don't know if you, you know that, but they're officially I, I back. Have, I have heard that before. Feels like 98. <laughs> Yeah, I, I completely agree with what they said. I don't really have too much to add. Um, I think at the very least, LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn would have to be staples on the schedule for Alabama. Um, and, you know, with other teams, it might be a little bit more difficult to find three, you know, opponents that, that you would like to see them play every single year. But I think that three would be the the, the minimum as far as the the pods. Well, I'm, I'm in favor of the pods, and I, I, I'll admit it, I'm totally stealing Bill Connolly's pod system here yeah, for that, this. So that, that, that's what I was kind of using, too. Exactly. The way, the way he put it together is the SEC wouldn't even have to add a ninth conference game. But if you keep these three-team pods, every team goes to every stadium. I think it's over a four- or five-year span, so you get a lot of variety in your SEC schedule. And, and you're right, the the Alabama pod would be Auburn, LSU, and Tennessee. Um, Auburn's pod would be Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi State. Now, there are 
there are a few weird ones in here. Um, like South well, Carolina is in a, right. Like Vandy's pod is Kentucky, South Carolina, Tennessee. Like South Carolina fits a little weird in there. Um, Missouri and Kentucky are potted with one another, which is weird. But again, that's just going to happen sometimes. And but I'm in favor of that as opposed to what we currently have because there is no reason that Alabama has to play Arkansas every year. Like there is no reason for that. There's no reason that Kentucky has to play Florida every year. There's no reason that that Mississippi State has to play Kentucky every year. Like there's no reason for those games. We don't need to box ourselves and in, ourselves into those games when we could introduce some variety and and actually have Alabama go to South Carolina more than once every 14 years. So I'm um, I'm in favor of the uh of the pod system as well. Might as well wrap this up with with another football question. Clearly football was on the on the brain. I'll have to diversify when uh when we do this next Bama beat roundtable. So the next one is, and we'll wrap with this one, which new SEC West coach is most likely to get a win over Alabama at some point in their tenure? They are Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, and Sam Pittman. I'm going Lane Kiffin. Lane. Lane's going to do it. Lane's going to do it, and he's going to troll so freaking hard. And, like, I, obviously I don't want to lose to Ole Miss, but there will it, it will at least be entertaining. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, his personality, getting a W over Alabama, and I actually wouldn't be surprised if it happens sooner rather than later. I don't think it's 2020, but I wouldn't be surprised within the next couple of years if he doesn't get one. And Because, I mean, he's going to put all of his eggs in that basket, in my opinion. Diesel? Yeah, probably of that threesome, uh, probably probably Lane. Um, it's going to depend a little bit on, on – which one of those three, if if any, if all, um, what their what their tenure is, how long their tenure is? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Mike Leach, Mike Leach, for all the craziness and all the the off the field nonsense, is a really good football coach. Uh, I will say that. Whether it's going to work in Starkville, I don't know. Right. You just stay off social media. Yeah, yeah, it would help. It, it surprised and, me that. Not- it surprised me that none of y'all gave legitimate concern to Mike Leach or uh, consideration to Mike Leach. I just did. He, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, well, I'm giving none to Sam Pittman. Uh, yeah, none. I don't. That that guy didn't even have a Wikipedia page before he was hired. Um, <laughs> like, real, seriously. Uh, seriously. But with Leach, he's the type that, like, I could see him beating Alabama and then the next week losing to Kentucky. Like that's because that's kind of like what he's done traditionally. He he can yeah, that's been his mo. That's been his mo at Washington State, probably at Texas Tech too. Well, but I also just think the reason I went with Lane Kiffin is just I think it's going to mean a lot more to him. I think he's going to be way more motivated to get. Now that could actually hurt you. You could put too much emotion into it, but I don't know. I feel like Lane's going to be the guy, if any of them. Yeah. No, I just thought it was interesting because I think y'all are right that Mike Leach. When he does put it together for a really good year, it's one of those where he goes 10 and 2, but one of the losses is to Portland State or to Eastern Washington. You know, like they'll they'll beat Oregon, they'll beat Stanford back when Stanford was like really, really good. They'll beat USC or something, but they'll have this clunker of a loss to 
Portland staying, then lose to Washington because they always lost to Washington um, and not make the Pac-12 title game because of that. But no, I just thought that uh, that was interesting. Uh, y'all won't, are, we all feel, won't we all feel silly when it's Eli Drinkwitz? <laughs> <laughs> they would have to play each other for, for Missouri that, to win that game. In Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I'll Are you say calling this, it Cecil? Is that your prediction? I'll say I'll say this. Eli's at least um at least at a place that's been to Atlanta, unlike Lane. Oh Ooh, that's good. I like that. That's good stuff right there. We, we wait to the very end to start getting this stuff stirred up. Wow. I'm not stirring Lane up. He would, he would Lane social up. media me. I don't know. I I'm gonna I send this who, clip to Lane. Yeah, please do. He'll, 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 uh, that's what I need is a Twitter beef with Lane, who I, who I like very much. Lane has been to Atlanta more than his employer. Never there forget. There you go. There Never you go. Forget that. Well, I, I can't think of a better way to to end a Bama beat roundtable than with a, a Lane Kippen zinger. So we we appreciate the three of you joining me and uh, entertaining my Bama beat roundtable nonsense. We'll have to do this again. Later on in this weird sportsless world we're uh, we're living in, but for Cecil Hunter and Clint, I'm Brett Hudson. We appreciate y'all listening to the Bama Beat Roundtable. We will have more episodes of the Bama Beat later on as we inch closer and closer to the fall. Whether football happens or not in the fall, we'll we'll have to see. But the Bama Beat will live on. We appreciate y'all listening. Go buy Wickles pickles. Please buy Wickles. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.